It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And welcome aboard, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast, where I am now in a grumpy mood on a Friday because it snowed outside. Well, that and some other things. But anyway, um, yeah, well, it's just a little snowy. Shouldn't be too bad. It's actually supposed to be somewhat warm, isn't it? I don't know. I don't look at the weather. That That's another phone thing that I don't do. Look at the weather. Something that's been around forever. Yeah, by turning on a TV or listening to a radio. Or I just go on my computer and look at it. No, wow. you don't. You're in full get-off-my-long guy mode I right am. Now. Mine says it's 36 and cloudy. Is that accurate? I would. I sounds about right. Okay. Well, see, 36 and cloudy puts me in a grumpy mood on a Friday. It's actually warmer than it has been. But it's relative. Anyway. It's four it degrees above freezing. Eh. Wow, heat wave. Well, the weekend's supposed to be cold. But let, let, let's go 40s. put on our Speedos and go swimming in the lake. All right. Anything, anyway, <laughs> you have fun things to talk about? I do, eventually. All right, so <laughs> so why don't you preview the show now that you've complained about the weather? Well, I saw hockey last night, a couple of uh, games. Unfortunately, it was it it was senior night for PH and for Marysville, but neither team really had a uh, a very good showing, uh, and they both lost. Very 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 light schedule of boys basketball. Well, we did only uh, have one day to work with, and uh, and there will be a full slate of games tonight that we will talk about. But the girls were very busy last night in basketball, and uh, there were some results that, uh, quite frankly, were shocking, young Mr. Beaton. Uh, oh, yeah, one in particular. We'll one get one in particular, and we'll get to all of that when we get it uh, rolling, and I'll try to get into a less grumpy mood here during the break. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady uh, Beaton. Uh, let's uh, begin on the ice because that's where I was yesterday. Uh, I saw a, a couple of hockey games. Uh, it was a senior uh, night for uh, Marysville and for uh, Port Huron Unified. I, I had a lot of Unified last night. I yes, had Lance Cruz <laughs> Unified. I had St. Clair Shores Unified. I had Port Huron Unified. Thank goodness Marysville isn't Unified. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they are. They're a pretty good team. In terms of using the word unified. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, you had a lot of games, but it didn't go great for our local team. No. Uh, well, first off, the, the first matchup was exciting because you had the Mac White champions in Marysville going up against the uh, Mac Reds top team, uh, Lance Cruz Unified. And it, it was interesting because for two periods, it was kind of an up-and-down game. Had a lot of good goaltending um, and a lot of good scoring opportunities. And Lance Cruz North capitalized just a little bit more. Uh, and they were kind of a – offensively, they were a two-man show last night. Um, Cal Ringstead and Don Gooley combined for – Four goals. Let me make sure I get this right. All right. Yeah, four four goals and five assists on five goals. Really? Gooley had three goals and an assist. Ringstad had a goal and four assists. That's Ring, a, Ringstad was the guy in on all five goals. That's a really nice night. The, and and that was like you could tell that they play together like you you've you've seen marysville play you, you know how turner and the lavallies play yeah the, they anticipate they know where the guy's going to be they throw the puck a lot of times without looking and it's right on a guy's stick that's these two guys they were dangling and weaving and throwing passes to each other they just knew where he, and they had just an, an incredible game started off good for marysville uh, Ty Van Hoodigan made a nice rush up his off wing, was very patient on a two-on-one, and then perfect timing slid it across, and Nate Giroux scored uh, 322 into the game to make it one nothing Marysville, and you're like, they're, they're pumped up, they're charged up, and, and this is going to be a good one. Then they got a five-on-three for a full two minutes. Chance to early in the game, first five minutes in your own building, run these guys out of the the rink right and for two minutes they fired from all angles they uh lavalley hit a crossbar the goalie was making saves uh, it, it was 
great pressure, great power play, nothing happened. And not too long after that, Ringstad and Gooley started doing their thing. Ringstad set up Gooley for a one-timer, and they tied the game at 13-10. Then they got a, their only power play of the game late in the first period. And, of course, they score. A uh, kid named Julius Quenville. What a great hockey name. That is a very, <laughs> very good hockey name. Set up by Ringstad with 14 seconds to go uh, in the, uh, the first period. And all of a sudden... It was a period that I, I felt like Marysville was the better team in the first, and yet they're going off the ice down 2-1, to one, and then Lance Cruz Unified was the better team on the ice in the second period. Outshot him 16-5. Ringstead got a goal. Gooley got another goal late in the period, seven seconds to go in the second, and Gooley's goal made it 4-1, to one, and that was Yeah, that's really a backbreaker. The, the backbreaker. Vikings did get a goal early in the third, 150 in. Uh, Jarrell got his second goal of the game. Kind of from a bad angle, it was not a great goal. Uh, but it made it 4-2, to two, and you thought, oh, you know, Marysville's not out of this. I've seen them score three goals in three minutes before. Like, this, this mm-hmm. game's not over. Lance Cruz Unified went into the, the trap, um, which is an ugly word in, in hockey, or it was in the 90s. But it's what teams did to win, and it slows the game down. It it makes the game look like a Port Huron High girls basketball game. Um, but it Money's works. It. So, so real quick, and they give, were give really a reader's good digest of the trap for those that don't know. Well, it, it's it, it's just, there. There are different versions of it. The Red Wings used to play something called the left wing lock, which forced you to go to a certain side of the ice, and they'd have everybody waiting for you. Um, this was more of just a neutral zone where you, you've got basically all five guys in the neutral zone for the defense. And, it, and if you're trying to skate it through them, you just can't. You, you've got to dump and chase it, and, and you can't dump with any speed. Sometimes you can't get to center to dump, so you're just icing the puck. Right. I mean, it, it's just really hard to get through. You don't see in high school a lot of teams do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but it's, um, again, it's not pretty, but, man, they did it really well, and it was very frustrating for Mary, so they just really couldn't generate anything. They had 12 shots in the first period and then only 12 shots the rest of the game. Um, and, and, and the Vikings are a team, they're very offensively gifted. Yes. They've got five, six guys that know how to score. Mm-hmm. And they just really weren't even, at a certain point, they weren't even getting chances uh, anymore. It was pretty tough. And then Gooley got his hat trick goal late in the game to, to put it on ice with a great shot, too. Boy, he sniped it. That They were really impressive. I don't know. If they play like that all the time, then I know why Lanskers Unified has a good record. Um, but. They, they were incredible yesterday. So 5-2 ended up being the final. And, and if I'm being perfectly honest, after the first period, it was a 5-2 game. Um, and, and I haven't seen, like, Marysville get, uh, I, don't, I don't know if controlled is the right outplayed. word. Outplayed. Since the Larry Mann's championship game, when, when Northern kind of did that mm-hmm. to them. So, like, it didn't happen. Like I, early, I didn't see the Rochester game early in the week that they lost three to nothing. But I was talking to the guys that uh, run the the, the scoreboard and, mm-hmm. and all of that, uh, Parker and those guys, and they were saying that was a really, really good game, and that Marysville played well. They just couldn't get a goal on the goalie, and the last goal was an empty netter. So they didn't get outplayed in the Rochester game. Obviously, they won the PH game. This game. I thought they got outplayed. Well, it's funny you brought up the Northern game because Lance Cruz Unified is in a region with Port Huron Northern. That might be Northern's biggest obstacle. Now you've seen Lance Cruz Unified play. Obviously, they played a really good game. And I saw them against PH, too, but that was hard to gauge because that was back when PH had, like, 10 kids. They didn't have their full lineup. Right. And Unified beat them, like, 9-1. to And, like, I remember Gooley and and Ringstadt – playing and scoring but like it was more more spread out uh in in that game um but so I, i've actually seen them twice and they won both games but 
yesterday I think was more impressive than their win over PH. So early, quick, Reader's Digest preview, Northern versus Lance Cruz Unified. You've seen both teams play several times. Do you think that game could be for a regional final? It's it's who else is in in the uh... Ike Utica Unified, uh, Saint Clair Shores Unified, Dakota and Port Huron. Yeah, uh, Dakota might be interesting. I haven't seen Dakota's Dakota. only five and twelve. I, I've year. actually seen most of those other teams, uh, and, and I feel like Northern and Lance Cruz North are the, the two best teams I've seen. All right, out of that grouping that you just said, because that sounds like the more I've learned about Lance Cruz Unified. And the more I think they have a chance to jump up and bite the Huskies, although a lot of people probably look at Northern's record not knowing their schedule and go, oh, they're 9-12. and 12. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah, well, the, the other thing about Northern, too, is anytime you get into a one-game elimination, uh, they've got Logan Sheffer. Yes. And how do you stop Gooley and Ringstad? Logan Sheffer. Right. <laughs> so, right. I mean uh, – in that scenario, uh, Northern's dangerous. You know, I am a little worried about the the offense and scoring enough. Mm-hmm. But in that uh, particular region, this is frustrating. <laughs> that, in fun. that particular uh, region, uh, they might be okay with Sheffrey's goaltending, and they they should be able to score enough against those teams. All right. The other local team in that region, Port Huron Unified, playing their third straight game in three days. And it showed later in the game. Second half of the game, it really started to show that, that they played a lot. They had I to mean, play. back-to-backs are tough, and you play an overtime game in the middle, yeah, that's going to wear you down. Yeah, they played Marysville Tuesday and, and actually played well in that game. Uh, and then you obviously saw their game against uh, Dearborn Unified, the 6-5 overtime game that they lost. Um, Elijah Jones is probably in an ice bath somewhere, like being frozen up like Captain America, because <laughs> like I th- I, he must have faced 150 shots on goal in three games. I mean – how many did he end up facing last night? Forty-three last night, and he was, he was faced fifty something against Dearborn. 54, yeah, fifty-five. And, and I didn't get a final shot total for the Marysville game. It was only twenty through two periods, but uh, he, you know, he faced at l- at least thirty shots in that game, and probably more. So you're you're going about a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty shots in three games. Yeah, yeah like I mean. That's a lot of work with no day off in between. No, not no. That's got to be, yeah. And and it and, and it kind of got ugly for the bigger. Like they gave up three shorthanded goals in the third period, and it's it's just a fact. You're out of gas, right? Like the you're you're chasing the game first off because you're behind. Um, and I want to say this too. Uh, the kid's name was uh, Dresbach that played goal last night for St. Clair Shores Unified. And and they have a losing record. If that kid plays like that all the time, I don't know how they have a losing record. He made some great save. First half of that game, uh, I'm going, it's it's 5-1 St. Clair Shores. This could be a 5-5 or 6-5 game right now. Like, mm-hmm. PH was getting chances, and then those chances started to go away. They started to get a little more tired. Um, but the two Port Huron High goals last night were highlight reel. That's what you were saying. Brady Roberts opened the scoring, 254 in, picked off a pass out in front of his own net, and basically from the hash marks in the PH zone to the hash marks in the St. Clair Shores zone, beating people along the way and then flipping one up under the crossbar. It was it was a beauty. I called it Bobby Orr-esque. <laughs> it, it, it was just gorgeous. Uh, thing of beauty. Uh, and again, PH, early in the game, when they still had energy and kind of probably going on adrenaline. Right. They were real good. And then 11 minutes into it, in a goal mouth scramble, St. Clair Shores tied the game. And then they got two goals from Andrew uh, Landers, 34 seconds apart. Uh, with a minute 19 left in the period and then with 45 seconds left in the period. And that's kind of where 
it it all fell apart. They were competitive until that point. Now it's three to one. Now you give up an early goal in the second period and you're down four to one. Midway through the period, you give up another goal and now it's with not a lot left in the tank. Five to one, and you're like, you know, and it's one of those nights like every pass tips off a guy's stick and bounces over the stick of the guy who's supposed to every time it was one of those nights where it's like, Oh, here's a two R one Oh, the puck got away from him. Yeah. Or it hits oh, a, it hits it, a it divot in the ice. Oh, there's there's one guy between them, and it, it hit him in the toenail and deflects away. <laughs> just It was one of those kind of nights. PH guys always getting the puck on their backhand, never on their forehand. Like, in good position, right. but, up. Oh, it's on his backhand. He's not going to be able to get a shot away. He's got to skate into the corner, and now he's not in a dangerous right. spot. Anyway, it was one of those frustrating nights. And give uh, St. Clair Shores credit. They jumped all over it. They actually had a lot of guys with nice performances. Um, uh, they have a defenseman, Landon Klein, big kid with a big shot. Yeah. He had a couple of goals and, and an assist. They had another guy, Nick Goldie, just a little, little twerpy guy. <laughs> but, man, can he skate. Like, so I'm looking at them going, how is this team 7-14? and 14? They've got four or five players on this team that, like, if I were taking a team – I'd probably want these guys to, to play for <laughs> At me. At least from the first game you saw. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, well, again, this is the second time I've seen them, well, them play, it and seems it's the same like, kids that okay, stick out. Looking at their record, it seems like, I don't know if they had kids out at the beginning of the year, but they started off with five straight losses. They won a couple um, of games in a row and then lost four straight. So they were they were three and like nine to start the year. So since then, they're 5-5, five and five, which is a little better. They're, they've lost to Marysville twice, um, lost to Ann Arbor, Gabriel Richard, Matawan. So they've lo- they haven't necessarily gone through murderer's row like a Northern has, but it seems like they've picked it up since essentially the new year. Yeah, at, at any point, at one, at one point they scored seven unanswered, and then Cooper Martin scored a fabulous breakaway goal. Um, from basic, basically, he anticipated a pass from the two point men, stepped mm-hmm. in front of it, cut it off at his own blue line, went down the ice. Um, not the fastest skater, but he's fast enough. Right. But he has got a great, wicked wrist shot, and he snapped that thing up under the crossbar. It, it, actually, the goalie's lucky it didn't hit him in the face because it would have gone through his head. <laughs> But it was a it was a it was a nice goal. It, again, I got excited because it was a pretty play, right? You know, but it, it, seven to two goal with you know seven minutes to go in the hockey game, um, and then they they got another shorthanded goal late. Um, there, there is a situation. I'm not going to talk about it on the show. I'll I'll talk. Remind me, and I'll tell you during the commercial break. Okay, that, something that just annoyed me last night. All right, but anyways. Eight to two was the final score in uh, that one. So uh, PH uh, falls uh, in their final home game on uh, senior night, but uh, they've got um, some guys coming back next year. Like Jones is back next year. Uh, I, I believe White is back next year. No. He wasn't. He wasn't a senior. So, um, or at least he wasn't announced. Oh, as a you senior. were at senior night. So, yeah. so. anyway. Um, that's that's the hockey. We had some girls basketball for you. Yeah, just real quick. Oh yeah, there, another... there's a there's a more hockey tonight. Oh, Northern's at De La Salle. That is right. Um, and actually, Northern's going to play back to backs because they're yeah. at, they're at De La Salle tonight against a couple cupcakes, and then they're home against Gross Point Liggett uh, Saturday at one, and we'll have that one on stream one. I just laugh at their schedule every time. <laughs> They're, they're basically in what the hockey version of the Catholic League Central is. South's tough. I, I, Northern can beat Liggett. What is Liggett this year? I don't think Liggett is a powerhouse this year. It's hard to I tell. I mean, they've had years where they were really good. I remember a few years ago when they played Marysville, they had a really good team. Uh, uh, that, that's longer back than I want to admit. That was when I was in high school. Yeah. So if that makes you. You were a whippersnapper. 
A whippersnapper. Yes, I was. He, um, Marysville had Johnson and Colts. And yeah, that was my uh, freshman year of Littlehorn played on that team. Yes. Yeah, when and then Ben Venuti had like mm-hmm. 60 saves and they had no business beating. Ben Venuti was good. Was it Liggett they beat? No, they Cranbrook. beat Cranbrook and At then Cranbrook. lost to Liggett. Um, Liggett's 16-5 and five and, yeah, they're beating. I'm trying to see. They actually haven't played as – as tough of a schedule, but they're still a winning team. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna give Northern the benefit of the doubt. A, a tough, tough road at Mount Clemens Friday night uh, against De La Salle, and again, De La Salle and that rink in Mount Clemens just don't match. <laughs> just don't match. Anyway, <laughs> so we had a lot of girls basketball for you. Yep. So those should be uh, and, and a surprising score in there too. Yeah, uh, and uh, we'll get to that next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with Dennis and Brady. Ladies, basketball last well, night. It was a good thing we you, you told me to wait till there to go on. <laughs> it was a rant for the ages that, yeah, that will not be repeated. Well, I, you know. I'm, no, no, I no wanted, I'm not I wanted get you, you started. I wanted you to know what had happened. And, and, and I know what happened. <laughs> anyways, uh, girls basketball last night. This one is a total shock to me. Now, I can see how it can happen, Brady, but I'm just shocked that it happened. Yep. Um, you had uh, Eisenhower upsetting uh, the Lady Big Reds 41-38. to Again, is Ike a bad team? No, Ike is solid, but they shouldn't be beating PH. And and this off the heels of that big win early in the week against Dakota. And this is where I think maybe you win that Dakota game, Brady, and you relax a second because mm-hmm. it's just Ike. And you can't relax a second against because it's just Ike because it's just Ike is not Ike that was bad. a 500 basketball yeah. team. And I believe that was down there, yeah. And it's not like they got blown. It was 41-38. Yeah. Um, that seems like all their losses are by a possession. But, yeah, that is a tough pill to swallow after the game. In the loss, uh, Mia Jacobs had 18. Ileana Williams had 8. But that is a tough one. And I guess you use it as a learning experience because, well, you beat Dakota, so now you know you have the high-end ability to beat those teams. But the then the other lesson comes through of, hey, if you don't play how you did on Tuesday, yeah. you can lose to a team that you shouldn't have lost to. Which, and, uh, yeah. And, yeah, so that that one, like, I don't know. I'm almost devastated by it. <laughs> it's, it is like, a, I was, it is a gut know, punch. Be, being there Tuesday, I know I'm not on the team. Right. But you, you get behind it, and it was like such a big win, and they were so excited about getting that win. Right. And then to have, you know, a result like last night that I'm totally not expecting. I'm, I'm totally expecting to look up that score and see that they won by 10 at least. Right. And uh, and to have that one uh, was uh, discouraging. Um, Port Huron Northern didn't win last night, but considering what they lost by 40 earlier in the week, um, mm-hmm. a 42-38 game, competitive, uh, and, and a, a – is there such a thing as a better loss? I mean, yes, after what you came off of, but with a young team. There was a Grosse Point South team they actually beat on the road convincingly. That was the game they won 39-21. Uh, it was tied at 38, I think, with like just under a minute left, and South obviously got the last few buckets. So that's um, that's a tough pill to swallow, but that, all, that doesn't end their macro season. They actually have a makeup against Ike, but... Yeah, it's it's a bounce back, and they've also had three tough games this week. Dakota North and South, uh, Gross Point North and South yeah. this week. Uh, you know what Gross Point North is? Gross Point South is a game you're hoping, hey, you beat them at their place, take it to them at home, couldn't get them. But, yeah, but yeah. After, after having to, uh, to go up against the top two teams, I can see where you're a little worn, worn down at the end of the week. Yeah, right, because <laughs> Dakota and Gross Point North are – 
Yeah, we've well documented how you, good. Actually, you want your week in reverse that way. You want to play south first. Yeah, because that's you know your best chance to get that win there, and then give you some confidence. Yeah, uh, Marysville blows by uh, Fitz. 57. Let's just combine Marysville and Marine City. <laughs> Marysville 57, Fitz 15. It is like a one-upsmanship style. Yeah, Marine City 64, Sterling Heights 15. So, again, we expect these results, but, again, two machines just kind of grinding through the league. And now, now next Monday, I believe, the 14th of Monday, right? Is that the makeup? That's the makeup. So... That is go- we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be fighting to see that, who. That's gets Valentine's it. Day. Yeah, it's gonna be a bloody Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have all the puns ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that should be a lot of fun. That's gonna be that's well, Marysville now has clinched a share of the MAC gold title. But I'll tell you what, they don't want to share it. They don't. It would almost feel like a disappointment going nine and zero, and in the being in first place coast to coast in the last game of the conference season, you drop one and you share. It's like, yeah, you won it, but it, you ended the season on a loss, and you gave your your heated rival a share of it too. Here's the thing: the first time they played, like we kind of had a feel, yeah. For the game, like we thought, one team was playing better than the other team. At yeah, the we time. both were leaning Marine City. Yeah, and Marysville came out strong yes, and made a statement and, and ended up winning uh, that uh, game. I don't have a feel this time because they're both just mauling everybody right now. All right, let's. I will give you since the game, each team scores. Ready, Warren. Uh, this is Marine City. Beat Warren Fitz fifty six eighteen. Beat Roseville 55-24. Beat Sterling Heights 66-24. Beat St. Clair 40-36. Beat Fitzgerald via forfeit. Beat Roseville 54-20. Beat Sterling Heights 64-15. That's a rolling. Other than the St. Clair game, which is a rivalry game. All right. Since the Marine City game for Marysville, beat St. Clair 52-36. Beat Sterling Heights 55-19. Beat Warren Fitz 61-24. Beat Roseville 62-32. Beat St. Clair 59-28, and was, that was a thrashing. Like, they took it to them. Uh, beat Sterling Heights 58-23. Beat Warren Fitz 57-15. Dennis, they have given up 30 points one time since they last played Marine City. I mean, I mean it's just these are two good basketball teams, and and the, the shame of this uh, whole thing is uh, what well, because uh, they're in the same district, right? Yes. Yeah. So one of them is not getting out of the district. Here, and here's their seasons. You, th- you think how even they are? Marysville, all, they average fifty point three points per game. Marine City, they average fifty point five points per game. Marysville gives up twenty nine point eight points per game. Marine City gives up twenty seven point six points per game. Yeah, they they, they defend. They rebound, they shoot, they pressure, they love to get easy points uh, on offense from their great defense, forcing turnovers, forcing mistakes, getting steals. I I guess the biggest difference is, well, I don't know, because Jade Blanchard could be a star. She's only a sophomore. She's only a sophomore. And in, in, a, in a couple of years, Jade Blanchard will, will be the kid on that team that we talk about, like Caitlin Kane on yeah. Marysville. Like, and Marysville is a team effort, but Kane is kind of a star. Well, scoring-wise, yeah, yeah. That's who they rely on. They're hoping every night she gets their, would you say, 12 to 15. You hope to pencil her in for that. And can at any point can take over and seems yeah. like she can go on an 8-0 run by herself just through defensive effort. But uh, the, the only time she's not going to be like the leading scorer at the end of the night is if Miller has a night where she knocks down six threes. Which can happen. Which can happen. <laughs> which can happen. But, I mean, with Marine City, you know, one night it's Chloe Austin. One night it's Dietland. One night it's Blanchard. Yeah. One night it's this kid. One night it's that kid. They're more that way. Right. I guess the biggest thing is don't let Marysville get off to a huge start like they did last time, Yeah, which is a lot easier said than done. Uh, St. Clair beats Roseville last night, 50-35. Uh, uh, 
again, the Saints flexing their muscle that they're the the other team in the league that's good. They just couldn't figure if, out if a way to beat Marysville their rivals or this year. Marine City, do you really want to play them again? Probably in, not. In a, like I know the whole thing is, and they've played Marine City tougher than right. they played Marysville, but still. Again, in a one-game situation, it's it's a sneaky team to play. Because the other two teams in that district are Algonac and Richmond. I think St. Clair, so it looks like NPR-wise, Marine City and Marysville are going to be the top two seeds. The question is, what side is St. Clair going to fall on? And they're the one team, obviously besides Marine City Marys, what you don't want to see because to beat them for a third straight time, especially you're right, they've had two good cracks at Marine City and haven't been able to break through. Should have won the first game. Well, With they the comeback that they made and they had a chance at the the end right. of regulation, and then once it got to overtime, Marine City said, "Look, we're yeah. not losing this game." Yeah, like all right, you let us survive too long, yeah. but yeah. So St. Clair just they do what they need to do against all the other teams that aren't Marysville, Marine City, or Lake Fenton. Yeah, well, throw that game out. That that yeah. game. Uh, yeah, yeah, again, if, if you have five seconds, go look at Lake Fenton's schedule page. They lost one game, and I'm convinced that they had kids out for some yeah, reason. Probably. Uh, two other uh, MAC games, New Haven beat Clintondale 31-24, and uh, Anchor Bay gets their second win of the year. 41-33, they beat uh, Romeo, and uh, Peyton Lee had, what, 28, Brady? Yep, 28 points for Peyton Lee. So that a girl, I drafted her last year, and Brady drafted her this year because somehow her rights got back into the draft. I yep. don't know how that works. Brady makes up stuff so he can cheat. Um, let's go to the BWAC. Emily uh, City being Emily City last night, 73-39, they beat Yale. Look, Yale's a good team, and they just thrash them. Yeah, Yale's ten and six on the year, but MLA City's just absolutely rolling. I mean, Yale or Armado, we'll get another crack at them in the districts, but MLA City's just MLA City. Like it just this again. What we say about Croslex boys, we say about MLA City girls. Yeah. They have just been every bit as dominant in BWAC play, and I like. I really like that MLA City's actually tested themselves and gone and played some powerhouses because they very easily could have scheduled other teams local locally to them and be 17-0 and right now. I actually, like a lot of people, I guess this is how rivalries get formed, and if you're on the, the, the back side of it, you don't like it. But the, the fact that Emily City just shows no mercy, like 73 points – is that we are the best team, you are not going to beat us, and we're not even going to give you the opportunity to think that you can. Yeah, they don't really take the foot off the gas pedal, do they? I like it. I'm sorry. I do. I, I, like, it. I like it when Crosslex does it to teams in boys, and I like it when Emily City does it to teams. I, I do. We're the best team. You can't beat us. And we're not even going to let you think for a second that you can. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the game. And it also stings when you're on the other side of it. Hey, I get it. I get it. But it also, I've been on both sides. And when you're on the other side, it's like, okay, I got to get a lot better. Mm -hmm. I've got to push myself. and I got to get a lot better if I want to be as good as those guys. Yeah. I'll tell you what, after going going back to my playing days, uh, getting yeah. run by Grand Valley. He's got a tear in his eye. Getting run by Grand Valley by 40. It felt <laughs> a lot sweeter when we went there and And, and, and you beat finally him. beat yes, him, yeah. And that was that was a good night. And, and, you know, all good things come to an end. Some night somebody is right. going to get there, and it's going to be a good feeling. And it's gonna, and we're going to be talking about that upset for a whole segment. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, up. hey, I know it's probably not going to happen this year. Have to have to pick one. Who loses a BWAC game first? Croslex boys, Emily City girls. Croslex boys. All right. I'm not going to force you to give an explanation. Well, I just uh, I, I feel like there are more boys teams that are closer that are you know, not closer, but like there 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 aren't what 
two bad teams in the BWAC on the boys' side. Yeah. May, you know, uh, whereas w- with the BWAC, I like Armada and Yale, but everybody else is kind of iffy at this yeah. point. And I guess the biggest obstacle is Croslex still has to go to Richmond. Yeah. Uh, Armada beat Alkanak 36-29 to uh, 29 last night. Uh, Almont gets a 26-16 win over Croslex, and North Branch beat Richmond 46 46- to 21 i guess i guess they throw north branch in there as as a good girls team in the yeah. BWAC, but they're not on emily city's level no not that you're saying anyone's on cross lex's level right now for no the boys no but, but I, I, mean, I would say that like you said they still have to go to richmond i'll say they're the favorite but that's not an an easy game and that's not a you're gimme not penciling game. that in no right away you know i was penciling in port you're on girls winning at Ike last night, and look what happened. Right. So, all right. Any um, – Yeah, well, we'll keep going here. Uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's beat Cardinal Mooney 53-40 to uh, 40 last night in the uh, GTC East. Sandusky, 57, Ubley 19. Just go back to our last show and this what we said there. <laughs> it's Sandusky. They're it's so good. And, again, I was looking at the, the, the stats – from Al Demott, and there's there's like eight girls that he's got down with. They just fill up the stat sheet, and the two we picked sight unseen did pretty well yeah. too. The scoring, rebounding, assists, assists yeah. steals, blocks, they do everything. And yeah, he's got to be what he's probably close to fifteen away, like in that ten to fifteen away from becoming the all time winningest coach. Yeah. He's gonna get there. Which again, we're just gonna reiterate how ridiculous this is because it's going to get to a point where especially the way it is now in high school athletics where if you're somewhere 10 years you're there a long time yeah that record will likely never be touched. yeah the the the, the longevity factor is yeah it, it's impressive because times times have changed and yes and and you don't get those eras of coaches staying in one place 40 50 years in whatever. our area who's i mean mcandrews has been at cardinal mooney for 20 years and that's because partially because he got in when he was like didn't have hair on his chest yeah. yet yeah, he's like 12 so, years old when he did yeah, that job so <laughs> so that helps but besides that and i know and I'm jameson at northern jameson at northern's been there about the same amount of time but besides that in both boys and girls, Rathji's been there a while. I want to say he's a, a little less than them, but still been around a yeah, long been a time. While. I think he replaced Coach Smith. Anyway, there might but there's not a ton where, yeah, you used to be like if there was a job opening, it wasn't coming open for 15 years. Yeah. All right, uh, Marlette over Brown City, 44 to uh, 35. And uh, two more scores for you up in the thumb. Peck beat Akron Fairgrove 41-26. to And Waterford, our Lady of the Lakes, uh, beat uh, New Haven Merritt 38-22 last night. And that is all 16 girls basketball games played. Just two boys games, but we'll tell you about that before we get in uh, at the beginning of our next segment because our next segment is going to be actually about tonight's boys basketball schedule and where we're going to be at. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. It's uh, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast with Dennis and Brady. Just two boys basketball scores. Peck beat Caseville 53-10 to and Waterford Our Lady of the Lake over New Haven Merritt last night 45-40. to A little bit busier schedule I feel uh, bad tonight for, for my Caseville Eagles. I think they're the Eagles, aren't they? Yes, they are the Eagles. Yeah. Beautiful town. It is beautiful, beautiful campground there. Love the beach there. It is. It's a shame that you defile it every year. I am not going to dignify that with a response. You have a trophy. That's how proud of it you are. I am. You have a trophy for what I, you did. Because I did not defile anything. I'm a champion. Anyway, we cannot champion. talk about that. The MHSA would get mad at us <laughs> for things that go on. <clears throat> there is a beverage or two tilted is all I will say. I will not deny that. <laughs> I'm I'm actually this is one event I'm glad I'm not invited to. All right, uh you will be at Northern tonight. Gross Point South is at Northern and the Huskies are a rolling. They uh swept the uh league 10 and 0 uh there, 11 straight wins. Uh every uh night that uh, Tyler Jamison scores, uh he's setting new records. Uh, and passing uh, people, and uh, it, it's it's really like there's an excitement train here with Port Huron Northern. 
Because it wasn't just like a five-game stretch where he's putting up numbers. It's the whole season. Yeah. Like, he's averaging what? Like, in the high 20s? Yeah. And and, and like, like we said, as the season has gone along and as this win streak has gone along, you can see the confidence in the other players and you can right. see what they're doing and you start to understand that, yeah, Tyler's a big part of it, but it isn't just a one-man show. All right, do you want the good side or the bad side of having to play Gross Point South? Uh, let's go with the good side. Good side is they're only 5-10 and 10 on the year. You want the bad side? Yeah. They play in the Mac Red. Yeah. So they haven't necessarily lost a good – like their five wins, West Bloomfield – Lance Cruz North, Stevenson, Roseville, and Dakota. So some quality stuff there. Right. Like, the Mac Red is brutal, um, and they, they got a couple wins. Lance Cruz North took it to Port Huron Northern the first game of the season. Now, granted, this is a much different Northern team than it was December, like, 7th or whenever they played. Yeah. Like, this is a far and away different team. But this is kind of a litmus test. If you want us to be saying, all right, Northern, we're picking you to win the district, win this game tonight. That's kind of the first step. I would call it the dress rehearsal before districts. I know you have the MAC tournament and I think a game against Marysville. But for all intents and purposes, this is kind of a dress rehearsal for your district. This is the type of team you'll be playing against, the size. Um, they're in the Mac Red. They, they, they beat Dakota. Yeah. So you know they are up about that level. Let's see what you can do, do tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely uh, agree, uh, and, I, and I think uh, you'll have a lot of fun. I'm hoping to have a lot of fun. <laughs> Got a full night of games in the BWAC, and I'll be right in the middle of it as Croslex plays host to Imlay City. I got to see the first meeting at Imlay City, and I thought Crosslex took it to them. Yeah, and, well, I'll have to uh, – shame on me. I don't have the exact numbers, but it's, like, probably close to 1,100 days since they've lost a home game or a BWAC game, and it's almost 800 days since they've lost a regular season game that was played, period. And, and I want to say the, the first meeting at Imlay City was the game – where I first mentioned, man, Donovan McDonald is really playing well. And he it seems started, like we've been saying Donovan McDonald's played well in every game since. He's had a big maturation process. He's learned how to really just how to dominate rebounding-wise. Um, let, let's see what MLA City comes with because now they're going back to the site of the crime from a year ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other part about it is uh, there was that game. <laughs> yeah. You don't think – like, I don't know what uh, Gauthier is doing. Like, I don't know his coaching style. Um, he's obviously had success. He's done a pretty pretty well for himself. He's another guy that's been at MLA City for a yeah. while. But um, if I'm that, I'm going, this is what happened last time. Don't let it happen again. We're going back. They – did this to us last year you 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 and you all remember it be the change uh and, and i don't again i don't know how everybody prepares and i'm not going to tell people how to co that they're better coaches than i'll ever be but i know one thing that i would have done at the end of every practice is i would have had every guy shoot 500 free throws because <laughs> there's going to be free throws tonight yeah it's, I, I have a feeling the tension's going to be a little higher. You get a Friday night game. We might be in the double bonus three minutes into the game. Friday night with game. With all the starters on the bench with three Two fouls Two schools each. don't like each other. <laughs> Dennis, this is a game that I'm glad that all the COVID restrictions are gone because this deserves what I hope will be a full crowd. Yeah, I, I, I think it will be absolutely electric uh, in Croslex tonight. So around 7 o'clock-ish. You might want to tune in either to Stream 1 or Stream 2 because I think we've got two good boys basketball games tonight that are going to be very fun. And, yeah, again, Croslex doesn't clinch. I don't believe they clinch, but they get about as close as you can to clinching without clinching with a win, I believe. <laughs> uh, let me double-check that for you in a second. The, the get a calculator out and do the math. Yeah, Dennis, do some quick talking. <laughs> All right. Other games. Not cough. <laughs> other, sorry. Other, other games going on uh, tonight. And we can uh, elaborate more when Brady's done. All right. But so, uh, Richmond's on the road at Elmont. 
Uh, Yale is hosting Algonac, and uh, Armada is hosting North Branch in the other games in the BWAC tonight for the boys. So Richmond might be sending some good luck charms to MLA City because here's how the BWAC shakes out right now. Crosslex 7-0, undefeated, not touched. Richmond and MLA City are both 6-2. and two. And then Armada's 4-4, four and, four and it, yeah. So there's three teams that have a chance left. Both Richmond and MLA City get shots at Crosslex. Again, not mathematically, but for all intents and purposes, Richmond and MLA City both need to knock off Crosslex. And it would start tonight uh, to get the Pioneers to two losses because, again, that loss way back in the beginning of the season to Yale really hurts Richmond. Yeah. What is that? Is that one-and-a-half game lead or two-and-a-half? Technically a one-and-a-half game lead. It feels like it should be more. Well, because Cross Lex has played and two one less, less losses. has played less games. Yeah. So, yeah, because Richmond and MLA City have played eight games. Cross Lex has played seven. Just when I look at it, one and a half doesn't feel right, but it is right. Right, and then Richmond and MLA City have to play at Richmond. So Richmond's cheering for MLA City tonight. Then they're going to have to face off, and then Richmond's going to have to play Crosslex. Yeah, I believe that is how the schedule is uh, shaking out. Yeah, so th- so Rich- basically, if and this is a big if, if MLA City were to beat Crosslex. Basically, Richmond and MLA City are playing each other then for the right to have a shot at the title. And right. Richmond has the better opportunity because they, they, they still have Crosslex next. So I guess technically if MLA City upsets Crosslex in a roundabout way, Richmond controls their own destiny. Yeah. Which starts with making sure you win at Elmont tonight. Yes. Which, again, is not a you, layup. If, if you fall asleep. Almont will get you. And again, we're saying all this, and Crosslex is going, yeah, Cross-Lex okay. Is going, well, what's the problem here? We plan on winning yeah. by 35 tonight. Right. Right. <laughs> so all this, all that last five minutes of discussion can be moot if Crosslex just does the thing they've done for the past two years and Keep win. winning. Yeah. Keep winning. Uh, Yale Algonac uh, and our Armada North Branch, The uh, uh, again, the other two uh, games there. Uh, and uh, Armada is still... Good. I'd like to see Armada string together some wins here and get some confidence back going into that district because that just adds another nice piece to the right. puzzle if they're going well and they've kind of hit a slump here. So, Mike McAndrews has a lot of pressure on him tonight, specifically from you. Better win, baby. Going down to the land of the fighting Stuckies down at Bishop <laughs> Foley. Mooney at Foley. That's going to be a fun basketball game. Hey, the first game was pretty good. Up, yeah. up at Mooney. Um, it, it was actually a, a really fun game and a fun style of game, too. But, uh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> we, we have fun with this. But, uh, you know, uh, Mooney's uh, in, in – they, they lost a couple of games to good teams. Right. And then, like, the Cranbrook game was no piece of cake. That like, – the- they, they kind of need a, a feel-good win, don't you think? Yeah, like a game where they feel like they played a full 32 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Foley will be a tough place to get that done. Yeah, it's not yeah, – no, that's no easy um, ask at all going down there because they are trying to uh, – they're trying to get in a position to have a much better seed. Right now in the um, intersectional one, uh, let me pull this up. They are second, and I believe they have clinched the two seed because both Green Hills and Foley are four and five. And I think this is the last league. Yeah, this would be the last league game. So Mooney is going to be the two seed. Um, in the intersectional one, they're actually going to play Shrine because they take the f- top five from the one and the top three from the two. Yeah, and it seeds out that the two plays the five in the intersectional one. And, so. and I know Shrine's record isn't good this year, but like of all the teams, besides Gabriel Richard, Shrine is probably the team Mooney doesn't want to have to play because they just always beat play Green them Hills. tough. Shrine they just beat Green Hills. Always play them tough. 
So that'll be a fun one. Um, unfortunately, Dennis is not going home for that one. I think we got a couple of uh, yeah, no, and and my 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 ones. Foley shirt is uh, in the in the hamper, so not wearing no, it no, no threat of me wearing it tonight. How about sorry about that, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> How about this one up in the thumb? Brown City at Marlette. This has potential. Brady, I like the final score will come back like fifty to forty something. This has the potential to be like eighty-two to eighty. Yeah, because I believe last time these two teams played, Colin Miller hit like another dozen threes, <laughs> and I think this was the game, if I'm not mistaken. Curtis Stanley had like thirty-two points. Yeah, didn't I thought he had a forty-point game, and May- Miller had thirty-four. It was something it like was, that. Yeah, like they both went bananas. Yeah, and this one at Marlette. Honestly, if we didn't have such a good other slate of games, this would be one we'd find our way to. But this is a game that I'm going to be eagerly awaiting the results. And also, the 8 p.m. start is brutal. Yeah. But the the, the, the late night, the that Pac-12 game you turn on on a Saturday night, and you're <laughs> like, oh, Washington's playing Oregon State. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's the GTC East. So. Uh, but uh, Brown City, Marlette, yeah, that, that like, that could be a really like high. If everybody's going tonight, that could be a high scoring. game. It could game. be an entertaining game. Um, you, you might have to get to sixty to win that game tonight. Oh yeah, I think so. At least. I just uh, okay. So I think it's a good night of boys basketball. When when you look down that like the BWAC matchups are nice. Uh, Northern Gross Point South, that's good. Marine City, Cardinal Mooney have to go to Bishop Foley, and then you get the Brown City Marlette game. That's a pretty good Friday night of that boys basketball. That is a fun Friday night of boys basketball. So should be a good time. And, again, uh, you'll be at the Northern game. Yep. I'll be at the Crosslex Emily City game. Yep. And then tomorrow, hockey at 1 o'clock, Liggett at uh, Northern at McMoran Arena. So uh, a, a busy weekend. We're not done with the week yet. No. And by the way, how many games are we at now for for all time? We're getting close to 400, aren't we? We're, we're, we're getting there. We're like 380. Had a couple with the snow last week, and the it's kind of slowed us down. Yeah, and our schedule's gotten in the way this week. Um, we are at three. Oh, yeah, we haven't updated it. So, yeah, about a little over 380, I think. Yeah, so, so we're, we're getting there. But by, by by certainly by the time March Madness is over, we will be well over four hundred. Yes, we will, because that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, looking forward to it. Last word? Nope. Okay, everybody have a great weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.